This program is a proud member of Univaz. Unified, unique, voices. Learn more at univazpods.net. Hello, my name's Patrick, and I'm a Scream Queen. I'm a Scream Queen, and so are you! <laughs> Hello again, my beautiful screamers, and welcome to another episode of Scream Queens, the podcast where horror gets gay. This is episode 251, and tonight we're taking a trip back in time for a little ghost story from the past. Yes, we're going to be listening to an episode of the old-time radio series Lights Out, an episode called Poltergeist, in which a shortcut home through a snowy cemetery turns out to be the first of many, 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 many wrong moves for a trio of city gals on a weekend away in the country. Yeah. So for those of you who are new to the show, please allow me to introduce myself. My name is Patrick Walsh, and twice a month, every month, I am your guide through the weird and wonderful world through the world of horror movies. Except you have to see them through my very, very gay little eyes. What does that mean? I don't know. You'll figure it out. Or you won't. I don't care. But you're here. Have a good time. Just relax. Kick your shoes off. We're going to have a nice little party. You know, you would think by now, kids, that I would have learned that the highly inappropriate holiday special always turns out to be more work than I remember it to be. And that's exactly what's happened this time. And on top of that, I have been extremely ill. I don't know how much news this made, if this made national news or what, but there was this insane explosion here a couple of days ago in Queens near the airport. A transformer blew up, and the sky turned this insane alien blue like something out of a sci-fi movie, and I have been sick ever since. I cannot breathe. I cannot stay awake, and I don't know. Are the two things related? I don't know, but... Anyway, I don't have the energy to put into the holiday, uh, highly inappropriate holiday episode that I need to. I'm having trouble staying awake more than a couple of hours. So, it seemed appropriate that, hey, why don't we take a look at this from a different angle? I touched on this a few years ago when I did a recording of the Cats of Ulthar. That, you know, in the UK, the times of holidays are also equated with ghost stories. And maybe in the future, instead of doing a highly inappropriate holiday special, I'll be doing a ghost story from days gone by. So that's what we're going to be doing here today. So uh, I don't have a lot of energy, unfortunately. So we're just going to press forward. However, stick around after the radio episode because we have some lovely call-ins from listeners and a new Scream Queen of the Week is about to be Queen, uh, is about to be crowned. Is about to be queened. Is about, is about to say we're going to queen the new Scream Queen of the Week. Let's not queen a Scream Queen. Let's crown that Scream Queen. But first, let us turn back the clocks. To December 13th, 1936. Because it's time for lights out. Everybody. Lights out. Everybody. Everybody. 
This is Arch Obler bringing you another in our series of stories of the unusual. And once again, we caution you, these Lights Out stories are definitely not for the timid soul. So we tell you calmly and very sincerely, if you frighten easily, turn off your radio now. But if you're fascinated by the mysterious, the fantastic, the unearthly, then anticipate chills in our story of Poltergeist. Hey, <laughs> that was swell. Now let's go to town. St. Louis woman with her diamond ring. Kicking that man oh, around. No. no, stop that, Kay. What's the matter? Am I scaring the horse? Oh, it seems like a sacrilege singing a song like that out here. This beautiful clean snow and blue sky. Well, what's wrong with a hot song to keep us warm? If you think the St. Louis blues is going to dirty up the snow, you ought to hear Frankie and Johnny the way I sing it. Oh, stop it, Kay. You're not funny at all. Why can't you enjoy the fresh air without that cabaret sort of thing? Oh, just an old-fashioned gal, eh, Florence? How about you, Edna? Don't you like my songs either? You haven't said anything for the last five minutes. Well, I, I haven't been listening to you to tell the truth. I love to watch the snow sort of... Flow along under the sleigh. When you say that, gal, smile. Gosh, did you ever see more snow in your life? The man at the hotel said it had been snowing on and off up here for two weeks. I think coming out here to the country is the best thing we three have done since we started rooming together. Hiking in the snow is terribly healthy. Yeah, that's what I'm afraid of. The healthier I get, the worse I feel. <laughs> Crazy idiot. She does say the funniest things, doesn't she? I always say that Kay ought to... Hallelujah, we're here. Is this as far as we go, driver? That's right, miss. Can't go no further down this road account of the drift. Oh, my goodness. The drifts are too deep for a horse. How can we walk through them? I second the motion. Well, you young ladies don't have to worry none so long as you keep going down the valley over there. Snow ain't piled up that way all the way to Ma Jenkins. Oh, well, that's marvelous. Come on, girls. Let's get started. So long. Take care of yourselves, girls. Come on, Edna. Goodbye, Mr. Hotel. Well, listen to the snow talking at us. It's very dry snow. Our feet rub particles of it together, and the friction makes a sound. It's kind of scary, yeah. isn't it? Why? Well, I don't know. It's just as if the snow was sort of trying to talk to us. I mean, as if it was angry at our trespassing. Hey, don't tell me we're trespassing. I don't want any country squire taking any pot shots at my uh, constitutional amendment with rock salt. No, thank you. Oh, don't talk nonsense, Kay. We're not trespassing. Why, this path through the valley here over to Mrs. Jenkins' house is the favorite hike of everyone who comes up this way during the winter. What's Mrs. Jenkins got anyway that makes people walk their feet off? <laughs> Wait till you taste her cooking. Eat. Oh, boy, let's go. It's awfully quiet out here, isn't it? Oh, that's the glory of it. I've had the roar of the subway in my ears so long. Okay, don't walk so fast. Come on, look what I found. Oh, come on, Edna. Oh, please. Let me take your arm. I'm getting out of breath. But take it easy. There's no hurry. <sighs> well, what is it, Kay? Look, through the circle of trees here. Look what I discovered. Well, isn't that interesting? It's a sort of a natural amphitheater. Sure. Say, who was this guy, Daniel Boone? What's an amphitheater? 
Well, that, that means an oval circling place with rising tiers of seats. It's, you know, like that place we went to for the horse show. Oh. Back in the times of the Greeks, they had outdoor theaters. Listen and, to the professor. And they used to places just like this where the ground sloped up and made a sort of a natural arena or stage below. Theater. That's an idea. Sit down, gals, and I'll give you a special performance of the K Follies. It's awful snowy here, isn't it? I'll trample it down with my spring dance. Welcome, sweet spring. <laughs> she is not dancing in the snow. If I had that girl's energy. She's really graceful, isn't she? I'll bet if she went on the stage. Oh, Kay. Kay. Kay, did you hurt yourself? Oh, did I land on my dignity. Here, give me a hand. Here, I'll help you. There you are. Oh, did I take a flop? Did you hurt yourself badly? I'll live. What in the world did I trip over? Oh, no wonder. Look at that rock under the snow. No wonder I did a nosedive. Oh, my gee. goodness. The rock's like that all over. Oh. A person could break their neck if they... Girls. What's the matter? What is it? Kay, the rock you tripped over. It... It's not a rock. What are you talking about? Of course it's a rock. Well, yes, but it's something... Something more than that. It's a tombstone. Oh. Tombstone? Oh, no, it, it can't be. Look for yourself. It says... Here lies buried the remains of one who, restless in life... Stop! Don't read anymore. Stop! And and all these other stones laying flat on the ground. They're tombstones, too? Yes. Whew! What a place to pick to dance. Oh. What's the matter, Edna? What did you scream for? Kay, you, you danced on the grave. What? You danced on the grave. I saw you. I saw you do it. You danced on the grave. Okay. Edna, stop it. Stop it. Oh, what's come into her? Edna, stop acting Edna, stop, for heaven's sake. Control yourself. Okay. Okay, I'm so sorry for you. You danced on a grave. For heaven's sake, stop talking like that. Sure, I danced on a grave. Well, yes, of course she did. It was perfectly accidental. And what if it wasn't? What of The poltergeist. The what? Edna Hanson, what are you talking about? What's that word you just used? Poltergeist. Okay, what have you done? You superstitious little fool. If you don't stop talking that way, I'm going to slap your face. What's the matter with you? I didn't do anything. You walked on the grave. You danced on the grave. Edna, be sensible. We all walked on graves, but it was purely accidental. Yeah. We had no intention of desecrating them. It doesn't matter, I tell you. It doesn't matter. The poltergeist. He'll come. I know he will. Oh, what the you? She's crazy. Edna, what are you talking about? What's the poltergeist? What are you so frightened about? My father, he told me, if you walk on a grave, if you dance on a grave, the poltergeist. Poltergeist what? What is a poltergeist? An evil spirit. It comes out of the grave. It kills. It destroys. It'll kill us. It'll kill us all. Stop it. Rosemary, stop oh, it. please. Lay off that way. Edna. But it won't get me. Oh, Edna, come away. back oh, here. She's gone insane. I'll get her. Edna. Okay, catch her. Edna. Edna, don't run away. Nothing will hurt you. Nothing. Oh, Edna, look out. Okay. Okay, what happened? That stone. It hit Edna. Edna. Edna, open your eyes. Blood. Blood all over her face. Kay, who threw that stone? Who threw it? I don't know. It came from the graveyard. Now, girls, take it easy. Take it easy. Oh, doctor, she won't die. <laughs> Tell me she won't die. No, no, of course not. 
And you're sure that her skull isn't fractured? Oh, absolutely not. Maybe a little concussion, that's all. Well, it's almost five. Our train. Can we get someone to help us carry her down to the station so we can get her on board? Board? I'm telling you, that little friend of yours shouldn't be moved out of bed for a week. If you do, well, it might be just too bad. Oh, Flo, what'll we do? Uh, You go home, Kate. I'll stay with her. Oh, no, you won't. I'm not leaving you here alone in this godforsaken place. If you stay, I stay too. Kay, please be sensible. Why should we all lose our jobs when you... If you'll excuse me, you ladies, I've got to be on my way. Oh, yes, of course, Doctor. Is there anything more you can do for Edna, Doctor? Any medicine or something? No, I've done all I can do. She's sleeping comfortable now. Uh, Miss? Yes, Doctor? The constable's sick too, you know, and he's sort of depending on me to keep things straight. Now, uh, just how did you say that little friend of yours got hurt? Well, it was just the way we explained, Doctor. That rock came flying and... Yes, yes, I know, but who threw the rock? We... we don't know. What? That's true, Doctor. We don't know. But somebody threw it. You can't change facts. Somebody threw the rock that cracked her head. For heaven's sakes, old man, you don't think we did it? No, miss, I didn't. Excited. Doctor, you've got to believe us. It happened just the way we said all at once, that rock came flying through the air from the direction of the graveyard. It struck Edna, and, and we just didn't see who threw it. All right, if that's your story. Well, you better stay in your rooms here. I mean, you better not be leaving until the constable's on his feet and has a chance to talk with you. I'll be back in a few hours and see how the girl is. He doesn't believe us. What difference does it make? We know what we saw. But what did we see? She was running. She she fell. Kay, well, let's not fool ourselves. There was no one there to throw that rock. There must have been. But there wasn't. Stop saying that! Aren't you brave enough to face facts? There wasn't any place for anyone to hide. I saw that stone. It seemed to come down out of the air. So slowly... Florence, if you don't stop talking like that... I remember what... What Edna said? It throws things. Stop looking at me like that. You're giving me the jitters. She said the poltergeist throws things. Spirit of evil. Florence, Rob, have you gone crazy too? Why should we laugh at things like that? What right have we got to laugh? How do we know there aren't powers we can't see or understand? Powers of evil that revenge and insult just like an evil man... Kay, how do we know? What are you talking like that for? What are you trying to scare me for? You, you're supposed to be the most intelligent one of us all. You with your college degrees. Sure, sure, I danced on the grave. But the dead are dead and they can't revenge a thing. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid of anything. I tell you, it's not... What? It's Edna. Come on. Edna, we're coming to you. Don't be afraid. We're coming. Open the door, Florence. It's not locked. Don't get won't here. Let me. Edna, what is it? What? Edna, what? On your head. Hey, what's going on here? I run a decent place and I don't want you... Oh. 
to that girl on the bed. Her head. It's crushed flat in by a rock. God in heaven. It's not a rock. It's a tombstone. I... I wish I could cry. But I haven't got any more tears. Oh, Edna. Edna. Florence, darling, please. You'll kill yourself if you keep on like that. Oh, this horrible night would only end. It was my fault. Mine. I was the one who got her out here. She didn't want to go. She hates the country. But I made her come. I made her. No. No, you're not the one to blame. I am. I danced on the grave. But she was so good. So sweet. Oh, why is it after me, Edna? Why? You're right. It wasn't right for it to be her, was it? Oh, no. I did it, not her. I did it. I danced on the grave. I danced on the grave. can't deny what you see with your own eyes. But I tell you, Doc, nobody could have carried that tombstone up the steps without me seeing him, could they? But there it is, ain't it? Yeah. There it is. Either somebody's playing a terrible joke or... or... You don't have to say it, Doc. I know. That's just the trouble. You don't know, and I don't know, and nobody knows. Yeah. And... And that tombstone. Well, what about the tombstone? I... I ain't quite sure, but... That's a tombstone out of the old burying grounds up at the bend. You're crazy. No, I ain't either. Well, that place is a good three miles from here. Yeah. I know. Who could have carted a heavy stone like that for three miles? Yeah. Who? Stop looking like that, you flap-eared old fool. Human hands carried that stone in here and killed that girl? Sure. Yeah, the constable will find out who did it the minute he's on his feet again. You wait and see. No, he won't, Doc. You're smarter than me and all that, but... No, this time you're wrong. There ain't nobody that takes in breath and leaves out breath like you and me. Or the constable's gonna find out who killed that girl. You know that, Doc. Oh, stop talking. I wish the constable was here and this night was over. It's been a terrible night. Terrible. Terrible clock. Ticket. Ticket. Yeah, I know. I've been sitting here listening to it. I can't stand it anymore. I'll stop it. Why bother with it? Come on to bed, Kay. Please. There's no use sitting there. It won't help her. Yeah. Nothing can help her. But maybe I can help you. Me? It was my fault. Mine. I was the reason it happened. 
It killed her, and it'll kill you and me, too, unless I stop. No, don't say that. It's true. But why should you be hurt? I'm the blame, not you. Listen, Flo. I'll go out there. There? Out there to the graveyard. What? I'll talk to her. I'll, I'll tell her I didn't mean to do it. No. But I didn't know where I was dancing. Please. Maybe somehow it'll hear, listen to me, and, and then it won't hurt oh, you. Oh, no, no. I won't let you go out there. It'll kill but you. Florence. It'll kill you, too. Florence. No, no. I'll hold you. You can't go. You can't. All right. Come on to bed, Kay, please. In the morning, in the morning, things will be different. But it won't. Nothing will hurt us. And then they're right outside the door. They won't let anything get at us. Oh, please, Kay, please come to bed. Yeah. We'll... We'll pray. Pray? I... I don't exactly know how. Just say anything. Anything. Like this. Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. Now you... If I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. Kay? Kay, are you asleep? I can't sleep anymore. Kay, tomorrow... I mean, when it gets light and everything. Do you think people will believe us? Do you think so, Kay? I'm not quite sure what happened. I always used to be so sure about things. And now I... Kay? Kay, where are you? Kay, where... The window. She went out the window. She's gone out there. To the graveyard. To talk to it. Okay, why did you go? Why did you go? I'll go out there, too. Well, she'll be so frightened out there alone. I'll go, too. I'll go, too. Oh, so cold. Hands. No, so sharp. Cutting my legs. Oh, why did you go out there, Kay? Why did you? I've got to find you. The wind. Oh, why doesn't the wind stop? Blow, blow, thou winter wind. Thou art not so unkind as. <laughs> Oh, I've got to find you, kid. I've got to find you. It's snowing. I love snow. Edna didn't like snow. Where are you, kid? Where are you? I've lost my way. I've lost the road. Where are you, kid? talk to it. We'll talk to it together. We'll tell her we didn't mean any harm, won't we, Kay? Won't we? Poor Edna. We can't help her, Kay. We can't help Edna. 
But I'm coming to help you, Kay. I'm coming. I'm coming. Yes, I hear you. I hear you. I'm coming, darling. I'm coming to help. I'm coming to help you. I'm coming. I'm coming. I hear you. I hear you calling my name. I hear you. This way, Hooper. They must have come this way. <laughs> Climbing out the window like that in the middle of the night. They must have gone crazy, the both of them. Well, let's not worry about that now. We've got to find them. Here, give me that banner. What is it, Doc? What have you found? A shoe. One of the girl's shoes. My gosh, stuck in the snow. We're going the right way. Come on, move fast. We've got to get to them. Doc, look at this. What is it? Over there. Ain't these footprints? Yes. Yes. Yes, that's right. Footprints. Hello? Up ahead. Hello? Doc, we're... We're getting pretty close to the old burying grounds. Well? Maybe... Oh, look here, Doc. Let's not be fools. Let's wait till morning. What? Let those frightened girls freeze to death? Get along. But, Doc, I... You come uh, with me or the whole town will know what a yellow-livered no-good you are. All right. All right. You don't have to get so sore, Doc. Hello? Hello? Anybody up there? Hello? Doc. Doc, look. What? There they are. Up ahead. Glory be, they're alive. The both of them. Come on. Doc. Doc. Look at them. That's the burying ground up there. And they're dancing. Dancing on the graves. What? They must be out of their heads. Come on. We've got to stop. Doc. Doc, wait for me. Oh, Doc, it's... It's Doc again. Where are they, Doc? Where are the girls? Have they... Have they stopped dancing? Yes. Huh? They've stopped dancing. Did... Did they ever dance? What are you talking about, Doc? We saw them. We saw them dancing in this place with our own eyes. Did we? The moonlight. Here it comes again. See with your eyes again. <gasps> oh, no. Both of the girls froze stiff to the ground, each with her head crushed by a tombstone.
Kubler, would you mind telling us, me, whether there actually are such things as poltergeists? All I can tell you is this. There are authenticated records in existence that, in the city of London on the 27th day of April, 1872, from four in the afternoon on a Thursday until half past eleven at night, a certain room in a certain house was deluged by stones thrown from no apparent source. The London police surrounded the house, but they found no trace of whoever or whatever was throwing those stones with a murderous violence. I, uh, I see. So much for poltergeist. But what about next week? Well, anything can happen, but uh, specifically next week, Mangara. A strange title and a strange story. The power of suggestion. The dictators have shown us to what evil purposes that power can be used. Well, next week, a man who... uh, (laughs) But that, as usual, is next week. Yes. Lights Out, written and directed by Arch Obler, will come to you again next Tuesday at the same time. Be sure to listen for the amazing story of Mungara. It is later than you think. Hi, Patrick. This is Carly. Hey, Carly. I was calling to wish you a happy holidays and all the other screen queens out there. I hope your holiday season is fantastic. Um, it's been a rough year. 2018 has been mm-hmm. rough mm-hmm. for everyone, mm-hmm. but for my family as well. And, um, but you know, we're, we're headed into good things. Seems like everything's calming down and, and, um, starting to work out. And one of the things I called about, I wanted to tell you about my new job. Yes. Um, I'm still doing my illustration work, mm-hmm. but I got a part time job where I'm managing a fair trade store. Uh, so if you're not familiar with fair trade, oh, it oh, means oh. that everything in the store, the person that created it, that handmade it, um, was paid fairly. And so these, these companies that we work with, these wholesalers, they um, pay these third world country uh, people from these third world countries um, a proper wage for their their time and their and their work. So we have these gorgeous handmade items from all over the world that we sell, and wow. it just feels so good to be able to say, yeah, the person that made this um, is taken care of. Oh. These companies they they pay them, but they also do programs for them to learn and and learn new skills and things like that. So they're really taken care of, and that makes me feel really good. So working there is a very positive um, experience for Excellent. me. And on the horror front, my 15-year-old daughter has decided that she's a horror fan, and she wants oh, no. me as her horror fan mother to make a list of movies that she has to watch so that she can be a true screen queen herself. Wow. So, Patrick, I would love to hear oh, what no. movie you would suggest that we put on her list. Oh, boy. I've put all the basics that, you know, anyone would put. But, Patrick, I know you, you, you have seen many more movies than I have because you just have a wealth of knowledge. Yes. And I'd love to hear what you would put on her list. So, happy holidays. Onward to 2019 with hope and 
positive energy and all the most wonderful things. And I love you, Patrick. Bye. I hit the clitoris. Sorry, I was talking and I had hit the clitoris again. Remember the clitoris? The clitoris is back. Okay, so Carly. First of all, let's talk about this shop you're working on. That is fantastic. I love that. I love that whole concept of people getting paid the right amount of things, of cash for the work that they do. I wish we had something. The cynical part of me is like, well, it would be great if they had that for artists here in the States. But, you know, let's let's focus on the positive that you're actually doing, that you're doing something in third world countries where people actually really need this kind of help and and everybody benefits. And there's long-term benefits, like I said, with education and, and getting these people into work programs. And I think that's fantastic. Bravo for you, Carly. Bravo for you. That is an excellent way to kind of turn back the clock of hideousness that's been going on for the past couple of years in the world and this country and all these other places. That is the kind of th- thing I support broadly. Now, this other issue of your daughter deciding she's a horror movie fan. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. See, this is a tough question because normally I'm really good at matching movies to people, but I kind of have to know them first. I don't. I know you, but I don't know your daughter at all. So I'm going to have to say you trust your mom instincts. You know her better than anybody. And I'm sure the movies that you picked are a great jumping off point. The thing, what you might want to check in with me later, tell me how she reacts to each thing. You know, because one of the things that you have to gauge is not just dumping movies on these people and, and, and saying, watch them. It's seeing how they react to them. Which ones do they like? Which ones do they not like? It's no use making a whole list of movies that are going to be torture for her to get through it. If she doesn't like this kind of movie, she doesn't like movies from this era or whatever. If she doesn't like possession movies, there's no use for her watching The Exorcist or things like that. I don't know. Uh, or Giallo. You may, I might make a whole list of Giallos that turns out she doesn't like them. But I'm going to say trust your mom instincts. Come back with to me when she when you have an idea of what kind of stuff that she likes, and I'll tell you like the other avenues to go down. Because you, Carly, are a fantastic horror fan. Trust your gut. You've got this. Okay. If I knew her a little bit better, I might be able to make a better list. But uh, also, not knowing what you already have on your list is 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 a little difficult to jump off from as well. But yay. Another Scream Queen in the mix. How fantastic. Hey, Carly, thank you so much for the call and for the well wishes and best of luck to you and your family and at your shop. I think all of that was fabulous. Hello, my dearest Patrick. It's Robin from Jacksonville. Hey, hey Robin. Oh, How you doing? So, I just wanted to say hello because I miss you. Aww. And um, Miss Isabella wanted me to send a special message. And even though Slim tried to talk her into it, she did refrain from pooping in mouth what? Um, for Ugh. her Mary Poppins production. Lame. But she nailed it. She's judged out there, and she smiled, and she tucked it in and poked it out in all the bright oh places. Flipped her damn hair, and she did her thing, and she <sighs> was amazing. Atta girl, she yay. So and, um... I haven't really watched any scary movies as of lately. Mm. I've been so busy. Yeah. But I did catch one, um, Malevolent or Malevolent. Not quite sure um, how you say that one. It was pretty good. It had some little twists and turns, and it was pretty good. Kept you guessing. Yeah. Had a pretty neat ending there. So um, pretty soon, Mama is 
been going through some stuff, so uh. I've kind of been, like, low-key lately. I'm getting surgery soon, the first of the year. What, what? So I already have a super cool list of some movies I'm going to watch. Oh. Well, Miss Bella and I are going to have a child's play spectacular. Nice. And... I'll have to give you a call. Well, we'll have to give you a call and tell you all about it. Please and do. Lord knows what I'm going to tell you about it, because hopefully they give me some really good drugs. Oh. So we love you, and we'll talk to you soon, Patrick. Goodbye. Hey, thank you, Robin. Thank you for calling in. First of all, okay, let me turn this down because there's an echo. That's unacceptable. Oh, Robin, you can't just drop that you're getting surgery and then just scuffle away. I'm guessing it's something minor. Then you're not worried about? Because now I'm worried. But if you're not going to be worried, then I'm going to try to be less worried. Best of luck to you in that surgery, okay? Thank you for calling in with all that good stuff. Hooray for Isabella. Hooray for her not pooping on anybody while playing Mary Poppins. I'm sure other people in the room are going to have some things to say about it. Shut up, Flam. Not now. I'm on the phone. No, no, no. You can talk, you can talk to Isabella later, but okay, but not now. Okay? I'm talking on the phone right now. Okay? But, yeah, so good for her. Hooray! Hooray, we love that. And Malevolent? I think I saw that. I think that's one of the Netflix movies that I got, kept trying to get through and falling asleep. Is that the one with the people that were doing the parapsychological investigation stuff, but they were frauds? The British thing? Was that it? I didn't like it. I got bored. I kept falling asleep. But yeah, all right. If you, if you dug it, good, good for you. Good for you, girl. Good for you, girl. But yeah, uh, Child's Play Marathon, please let me know how that goes. I'm sorry, Spectacular. If you want to have a child's place particular, by all means, do that. You've earned it. You've earned it. And, and I hope the drugs are fabulous. And thank you very much for your calling. I hope you get back on your feet real soon. I hope that 2019 is particularly fabulous for you and Miss Isabella as well. Thank you so much for calling in, baby. Get well soon. So before we go, I just wanted to call attention to something that popped up on my feed. And this is a post from Sean Ewert. And you might remember Sean. Sean was on for the uh, – he's the one who called Creatures from the Black uh, – sorry, from the Pink Lagoon to my attention. He was on that episode. He directed that movie, Sacrament. Not the one about – the cult, but the one about the people, eating people. He directed that. He was a guest in the show. He's fabulous. And he had this post that I would like to share with you. It's a little long, but please bear with me. Okay, he says, It's been a fucking emotional few days. Today I helped turn that fucker up to 11. I got up and looked in our fridge this morning and saw the mountains of leftovers. It got me thinking about the masses of homeless people I saw in front of the downtown library on Monday when I was driving around. I feel like I have a pretty good... I have a roof over my head, I have a decent job, I'm more than well-fed, and I'm surrounded by people who love me. I may not have felt as connected to my family this year, but I still have family there. Drama has been the matinee and late show where that's concerned for the last few days, but still, I have family, both blood and chosen. Back to this morning. I got showered and dressed. I packaged up all the leftovers and a few other things and took two big shopping bags out with me to go downtown. It took a bit of driving to find my way back to the library. The same masses of homeless people were there. Some huddled together, some sleeping on their own. I realized how short a distance my leftovers were going to go, but I found a meter and I parked. As I walked up, I was faced with many different expressions. Some were hopeful. Some were apprehensive. I have to admit to butterflies doing somersaults in my stomach. 
I've seen every Law & Order, almost every spinoff too. I've watched the news and ridiculous numbers of movies, and I've been conditioned to fear homeless people. What did I think was going to happen? Was I going to get mobbed and eaten by the 50-plus people there? Was I going to get mugged for what wasn't in my wallet? Beaten down, left for dead? I'll never understand that irrational fear, even in myself. I made eye, t- I made eye contact with a large guy who was talking to a couple of the other people. He, he turned to ask me what I needed. I asked him if he wanted something to eat. And the expressions around me changed. I can't tell you how many times I heard thank you from people as I handed out food. I saw light in people's eyes that wasn't there when I drove by. I ran out of food so fast and there were still so many people walking toward me. As I walked away, I felt like I could do more. I walked around the corner to the McDonald's and I spent a little bit of money to get as much as I could. I turned right back around and went back to the library. When the same guy as before saw me, a huge grin came across his face. Did you just go to McDonald's? He said. I held up the bags, trying not to rip them. As I set down the bags, people started hurting towards me. As I walked around, I made so many brief connections with people. Every single person seemed so happy, and I was running out of food too fast. I was getting down to my last few items. As I was turning to head back to the other bag that I had left behind, I saw a boy that could not have been more than eight years old. I immediately walked over to him, and who I am assuming was his dad. I asked if he was hungry, and his face lit up like a Christmas tree. Yes, please. He made me grin. I gave the rest of the sandwiches in the bag to him and to his dad. And as I dug through the bag, I realized there was still... There was still jelly. I hadn't seen a kid or an adult so happy to have something so simple. I made my way over to the large guy and said something that was everything. I told him I knew it wasn't enough, but hoped it helped. I got so much appreciation from him and the people standing next to him. I don't think I've ever had another handshake made me tear up. I'm tearing up now as I write this, wishing I could do more. That being said, I think I'm going to. I'm making a request that when it comes to the Christmas Hanukkah season, please do not buy me a gift. Okay, this. I would rather that you donate the money to a charity that makes a positive difference in the lives of our fellow human beings and animals. I would rather know that you donated that money or time to helping others. If you want to make me something, I'll cherish it. My house is filled with full of things that other people have made, and I love them all. I love when people, some, when someone makes food too. I'm going to spend time over the next year planning another day like today. Next year, I want to go out with as many bags of food as I can, and I could use your help. I want to plan on taking December 26th next year and maybe every year to package bags of food and driving them around Dallas to hand out to the homeless. If you want to join me, I'll be happy to have you. As we get into 2019, I'll start putting together a more solid idea of how to make this work. I've dropped some ideas down below of charities that mean something to me if you're interested. Thank you all for being a part of my life. I'm happier now than I've ever been in my life. I feel more me than I've ever felt in my life. I am so appreciative to have so many wonderful people in my life that love me. Thank you for being a presence. Thank you for making a difference in my life. And 
the organizations that he's listed are the trevorproject.org, secure.aspca.org, um, soulsharbordallas.org. I'll list all of these in the show notes. So if you would like to give to some of these charities that Sean has requested, please do. Because, Sean, this is an extraordinary example of the behavior that wins you Scream Queen of the Week. So congratulations, Sean. Thank you for setting an example for the rest of us and how to make this place that we're living in a little less miserable for everybody. And Carly, don't think that I've forgotten you too because you're, you're just, you might think, oh, I'm just working in a shop. But you know what? You're making a hell of a difference for those people in those third world countries. They're finally making some ends meet and, and learning some valuable life skills to maybe get them out of that horrible situation that you're in. So you, Sean Ewert, and you, Carly McCutcheon, are the Scream Queens of the Week. Bravo to you both. I could not be more proud of you. You know what? I wish I had a fucking tiara to give you, but you know what? I'll give my tiara to Sean's Charities. How's that? I'll give the money for whatever fake tiara was going to happen. You know, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Sean doesn't want a tiara. Sean wants help for these people, and I can get behind that completely. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you for setting an example for the rest of us. Absolutely, absolutely admirable. I am emotionally distraught reading that in the best possible way. So, so if you know someone who's doing something amazing like Sean or like Carly's doing, and you want that behavior to be recognized, you please let me know. You pick up the phone and you call me at 917-720-2047 and leave a voicemail. You can write me at crew at screamqueens.com, and that's always Queens with a Z. You can find me on Facebook by doing a search on Scream Queens, where horror gets gay. I'm on Twitter at Scream Queens, and I'm on Instagram at Scream Queens Podcast. And remember, next month we're going to be starting that extra special uh, new thing on Patreon where we're going to be covering an episode of uh, Friday the 13th, the series, once a month with Trey Dean. And, and I'm all for clumped. I can't even talk right now. Maya Murphy's for now is a great time to become a Patreon. You, know, you can do that at www.patreon.com slash ScreamQueens. Um, this was a really emotional way to end the show that I was not really anticipating, but uh, here we are. It's been an emotional year. And I think that's for the best. It's best to uh, – it's nice to be being overwhelmed by positive emotions rather than all the negative stuff that's been weighing on my goddamn shoulders all goddamn year. And I'm inspired by all of you. And please keep me in touch with the great things that you're doing and also about the awesome movies that you're seeing. By all means. Um, and for 2019, I just – with nothing – but the best for you and yours and um, for the world in general because, come on, this has gotten ridiculous. But every little bit of good helps. So keep chipping away. Keep chipping away. Keep chipping away, my beautiful screamers. I got nothing else for you. So until next time, continue to make the world a less creepy place and never, ever forget the Scream Queen's golden rule. Fight or flight survive the night, make it to the final real baby, and have a fantastic new year. All of the music for tonight's show, unless otherwise specified, has been written by Sam Haynes. You can find all of his music at www.bandcamp.com Bitches!